0: And now, a brand new episode of Script to Screen, live on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM, made to be heard. Welcome to a brand new episode of Script to Screen here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. I'm your host, Alan Mahana. And today, another jam-packed episode. Um, We had an entirely uh, strategized, uh, plotted out, structured episode. But of course, the film industry is never making this easy because we woke up. Again today to some giant news to a crazy news the empire is striking back um, you'll you'll get to know a little bit more about what that is uh, a little later but it is a very jam packed episode we're gonna be covering the San Diego Comic Con we're gonna be talking about highlights um, we're gonna be having a, a massive second uh, second second segment of the show. I can't seem to talk. I'm so excited. It's like totally hyped uh, to discuss all the things uh, we're going to be discussing, but I can't do it alone. Never can do it alone. Not anymore. Not anymore. So join me in welcoming a big hurrah, the solo
1: to much, Chewbacca, a uh-huh. hard solo. Boo! <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hi, everyone. How are you all doing today? Very, very exciting show. So much to talk about. So much to say. There's big, big, massive, I think, historical news yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 It's not like something small scale or anything. No, it's massive. Mm-hmm. It will have many ramifications, and, and a lot is going to happen because of this. Uh, but we're not going to cover this quite yet. Not yet. We'll be talking not about... Just yet. Uh, San Diego?
0: Yeah, so we're going to be talking about San Diego first. We're going to talk about San Diego Comic-Con first. But, but that's after... That's the second part. Yeah, that's uh, after the break. Um,
1: but is it possible or impossible to talk about uh, what we're going to talk about? Very uh, cheeky, Mr. World?
0: Solo. Very <laughs> cheeky. No, it's going to be actually rather impossible to talk about it. No, it's uh, possible. It's, it's, uh, we'll have to leave it up to the IMF.
1: Ooh. Yes. The uh, To... Tuma
0: the, the, Tom, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tuma, you do this to me every time. And I'm like, you, you, I mean, who, who is Tuma You do this to me every time. Tom Cruise is back, ladies He's and gentlemen. I don't think he ever went away, actually. Let me make that very clear. We're going to forgive him for doing The Mummy. That's fine. We'll forgive him for that. Yeah, it's uh, okay. We'll, we'll let it pass because he came back
1: and, boy... Did he bring it? Oh, he made up for the mummy. Whoa. Like, for realsies. Yeah. No, it was it, it was massive. It was, uh, wow. Really. Yeah. Like, it was one of the most fun movies, I've, one of the most fun action movies yes. I've seen in a while. Yes. Not just this year. Yes, yes, in, yes. In, in, a, in a couple of, two, three years uh mission impossible fallout that's that's what we're talking about yeah i was just
0: gonna say guys if you haven't clued yourselves in we're at the movies of the movie of the week segment of our introduction um uh so we are talking about mission impossible fallout which was distributed in lebanon thanks to four star films um you know they're the ones that were in charge of bringing it to the lebanese silver screens so thank you a big shout out goes out to them um but yes Yes, what a... I think the last time I was this excited in an action film was while watching Mad Max Fury Road. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mean, legit, high-octane, real action, not CGI'd. And again, like... The, you, the, oh, you're so right about the not CGI part. Yes, you're, yes, yes. Practical, actual effects. Actual <laughs> effects are why this movie works right. so well. It's why it's so believable, even when it's impossible. And nice, well played, well played. Thank you, thank you. Um, it, Tom Cruise has a death wish. I mean, I swear, this guy has a death wish.
1: He's he's crazy. He's but, insane. But no, he's 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 a, he's. A, thank God for him doing his own stunts because I I really believe that that elevated the whole movie on like a whole new level a whole new platform uh, he's he um, he broke his freaking ankle he broke his ankle and and there's a shot of him running with a broken ankle after yeah, he broke yeah, his yeah, ankle yeah. it's in the movie yep uh, wow well he keeps on doing his stunts in, in all the Mission Impossible movies and they keep on getting better and better uh, there's a helicopter scene which oh, is just just that's suspended the final that's and the, climbing. Yeah,
0: that's the final sequence, building to the final sequence. And we really don't want to give away yeah. too much because again, it's one of those films where if you like, if you please, 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 if if you haven't seen the trailers yet,
1: don't and go watch the movie. Just go watch the movie
0: because this is a film that is pure. I mean, the story is amazing. Yeah. It, it keeps you on your toes. You don't know who to trust. And this is where the suspense works the best. Um, the other thing is, going back to the idea of the practical effects, mm-hmm. the reason why, I mean, we all know Tom Cruise is going to survive. We know this. We know Ethan Hunt is going to survive. But somehow, they make you doubt it. Yeah. They really make you doubt it. And I think it's because we see him. Like, it's you see that it is Ethan Hunt. Mm-hmm. You know that it's not a car, you know, CGI'd or a stunt double or whatever. You can literally, the camera is with him. So you do worry because it's instinctual. It's it's instinct for you to worry. Um, Lauren Balth's, uh, the the score yeah. is just superb on every level. It's so epic. It's so operatic for for a um A Mission Impossible uh, soundtrack. There are like a multiple tracks where you hear an actual choir, you know, building up with the the moments, the twists, the turns. I mean, literally, I said in my review, it's the odyssey Mm. of the Mission Impossible franchise. It's
1: it's pure Mission Impossible with the story of people backstabbing people and people you think are with you or against you and vice versa. It's all those good surprises. It's all those... Good action sequence. The the fighting sequences. Oh, the
0: one yeah, in the bathroom. There's the bathroom sequence yes.
1: without giving anything away. But this scene is is massive. It's so good. It's uh, I'm not a big Henry Cavill fan, See, but I am. I love Henry but, Cavill. But, but but in that scene, that fight scene oh, he was when boom, he was just like he ugh. takes off his his suit. His jacket, so he's not Superman he, in this. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, and the mustache—it was worth keeping. Worth keeping. Worth keeping the freaking mustache. And the
0: bathroom scene definitely makes up for him being a, a crappy Superman in yeah. DCEU.
1: Yeah, such a, really such a good movie, and and you.
0: This have, is what cinema's about, though. It's this this it, entertainment, this joy. You feel so
1: pumped pumped afterwards. I'm sorry. Okay, go go. No, no. And and there's just one thing I want to say. There's some very genuinely touching moments. Yes. Which 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 is really nice yes. because usually they don't have that in Mission Impossible, but you have these very human yes. moments in this very, you could say over the top move action yeah. move because yeah. yeah, in my review I say it's freaking Mission Impossible, it's not Gandhi. Yeah, I mean yeah, literally. literally. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you if you if you want to see a helicopter fall down and blow up an and I and buildings. Yeah, you know, it kills impossible. it
0: kills me when you get I mean it's and you see that mostly with Lebanese audiences but it kills me when you have those audience members that are like oh that was so fake it's too much it's too much i'm like it's mission impossible what? This isn't, you know, this isn't Gone with the Wind. Uh,
1: it's not Elizabeth,
0: uh, the golden age. You know, it, yeah. it's Mission Impossible. It's a CIA over-the-top, you know, espionage movie. And, and it's just, it's so good. You leave the movie theater very pumped. Yeah, true. You leave it wanting to join uh, Ethan Hunt on another mission. And the supporting cast. Very uh, yeah, very, very good, very, very good. Angela Bassett, Alec Baldwin, uh, Simon Pegg, um, um, Rebecca Ferguson. Oh yeah. Be She's... still my heart. She's amazing. I love this actress so much.
1: And and I just have to make the joke, the Jeremy Renner joke. Jeremy Renner, where is he this summer? He wasn't in Infinity <laughs> no, War. no right. He wasn't in this movie. He wasn't in that either. He was either. playing tag. He was playing
0: tag the whole time. <laughs> On, on on a final note, a final note about Which One of impossible, Possible*. Please go watch yeah, it. This check is it out. the film of the summer. This is the film we have been waiting for all summer long. And with a whole bunch of disappointments, except for the indie films that yeah, have been really yeah. good. But as far as blockbusters go, this is it. Like yeah. this is the blockbuster.
1: And, and try to watch it on IMAX. Get yes, an IMAX yes, screen. Yes. Because I think that's going to make a whole difference.
0: If you don't want to watch it in 3D because that's, oh, it's yeah. only playing in 3D in IMAX, you can check it out at 9 p.m. in, in – uh, uh, I know in Vox Cinemas you can check it out at 9 p.m. in Cinema Screening 2, which is yep. a big screen, but mm-hmm. it's not IMAX. Okay. Um, if you want to watch it outside of 3D because I don't know if I can handle 3D with, yeah. with that film. I think I'd, I'd throw up. <laughs> just a little bit. 4DX. <laughs> <laughs> SDCC.
1: San Diego Comic-Con. Thank you for that. Yeah, just in case, you know. Uh,
0: so the highlights, okay? So um what is it? Last week? No, the week before. Yep. Yeah. W- no, last week. No, last week. Last week, uh, San Diego Comic-Con was in full throttle. Um it uh, it garnered some surprises. Um and not so many surprises. Yeah, not, um,
1: not as surprise packed as I thought. No, it would
0: be. yeah, yeah. I mean, I was hoping that it would be a little more, um, but you know, something was off. The entire MCU wasn't there. Um, they did have a grief center.
1: <laughs> that was amazing. Where, where was that after Infinity War?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. They had a grief center at uh, San Diego Comic-Con this year for Marvel. It was the Marvel grief
1: center. Yeah, people get
0: hugs. You can go in and you can kind of mourn uh, uh, the Af- Avengers and Infinity the after. War. Yeah, the, the, the Infinity War. It also had a giant a Hulk, Hulk yeah. uh, that gave you hugs. Um, you could take pictures with like it. A Hulk hug. Hulk hug, um, which is awesome That's kind of funny. Um, There are some other, like, really funny moments. Uh, (laughs) Terry Hatcher. um, uh, uh, She'd never been to Comic-Con before, and she attended this year, and she had a camera crew with her, and she was on the lookout for Superman, which (laughs) I think is hilarious. (laughs) That's really cute. It's it's great. Um, She looks good. She still looks good. Okay. Um, Maybe a little stuff done here and there, facially speaking. Um, but, I mean, she looked good. Um, it's it's a very cute video. She, um, she ran into a person dressed as Batman. She ran into a person dressed as Wonder Woman, uh, a Spider-Man uh, guy. And then finally, she, she finally- finds uh, a guy dressed as Superman um, who completely blushes, by the way. He is so, like, he can't even formulate words. You could tell he's an older guy who kind of knew Lois and Clark. Like, he okay. would, he was a fan of Lois and Clark when it was on the air. Yeah. So he was very, like, he couldn't believe his eyes that Terry Hatcher, the Lois Lane, was kind of, like, standing in front of him. So that was really cute. Uh, she did that as well. That was kind of a cute moment. There was another cute moment that occurred.
1: Yeah, yeah there's there's this orange stormtrooper who was walking around the Comic-Con. Was it taking, a strooper? A strooper? Stroop, stormtrooper, yeah. Uh, or... Uh, V- a Vader? trooper? Or was it a Vader? I thought it looked like a Vader. But he was wearing orange and it was with the mask and. So are you t- telling me orange is the new Vader? Orange is the new black. Uh, okay, because Vader's black. Yeah, but, anyway. okay. but yeah, so he was taking pictures with, with people left and right, and they had no idea who this person was. And then a few days later... Was it someone known? It was someone very known. Oh, yeah? It turns out that on his feed, he reposted some of the pictures, and it's Mark Hamill. Oh, Luke my Skywalker. Lord. Luke Skywalker. And they had no idea. So cool. They, they just thought it's this guy with this weird kind of orange suit, walking around, taking pictures, and having no idea that it's actually Mark Hamill. You know, I, I kind
0: of... I, I love that Mark Hamill is was- back into the uh engagement with the fans because uh, for a while he was kind of like off the off the grid yeah. right uh, kind of like luke um <laughs> he was kind of off grid and now because of the force awakens even a little before the force awakens he started reaching back out again and kind of re um you know re-being okay with being associated with luke skywalker
1: okay. and he's active on social media on his yeah, instagram yeah, I very follow much him on so instagram. he's fun he's a lot of fun yeah too, to he pull. is
0: uh, and and does a pretty pretty uh, mean Joker. Probably
1: the most consistent yes, Joker. Yes,
0: very very true. Um, some other really cool highlights. Cool, uh,
1: cool 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 cool.
0: Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Cool cool cool. After being saved in the eleventh hour, like literally in yeah. the eleventh hour. Um, they had a panel for the first time this year at Comic-Con. All right, nice. Which was really cool. Uh, cool, cool, cool. cool. Um, they spoke to the fans. They kind of told the the saving story of how NBC saved them. Um, they cleared the air that it wasn't necessary. It wasn't Andy. Because there were a lot of rumors that were going around, flirting around, that Andy Sandberg was actually the one who wanted to step away from Brooklyn Nine-Nine okay. to pursue other things. But it's actually not true at all. Andy Sandberg is fully, fully much involved in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He loves the family "Quote unquote," which is kind of what he it,
1: said. It shows. It, it chose. shows that they
0: are a family. The show is so well done. It's like probably my favorite comedy since The Office and Parks and Rec.
1: Yeah, honestly, but diff- they're very different. different very vibe, different vibe,
0: but, but hi- still um,
1: hilarious. Yeah,
0: like I, I, I haven't liked any other sitcoms that were that are on the air yeah. as much as I like. You know, currently my top five are Friends, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, The Office, Parker, Parks and Rec, and. Um, the Expanse. No, I'm kidding. That's not a comedy. <laughs> I, I was going to say Frasier, but That's okay. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but it's it, what's nice about Brooklyn Nine-Nine is that it's been consistent for five seasons.
0: Yes, it has.
1: We were talking about this, I think, previously on the show about how yeah. some series lose vision and so on. But no, this show is- It just is, keeps is, getting better
0: and better and better. And, and you fall in love with the characters more and more and more and as th- the show progresses. And they
1: develop properly. Each character has his own, you know, uh, path and it works. It yep. works and, and they're all intertwined And they're funny And they all have Their own kind of jokes And they all have Their uh, their jokes together It's It's one of my Favorite shows uh, like I, I think I, I, I told you to watch it. You, you, you had, yeah, you, you yeah, hadn't yeah. Start, started watching it. And, very true, very and, true, very true. And, it's, and you can never finish an episode and not just have a big stupid smile on your face. No way.
0: And not want to watch the next one. Yeah. <laughs> and when the
1: season ends, you're like,
0: damn. No, yeah, I'm almost done with season four, so I'm starting to like.
1: Uh, you're starting to feel. You're getting close to the. Yeah. Uh,
0: Getting close to the... But but I think by the time I finish season five, I might be very close to the premiere of season six. So yeah. I think I'll, I'll be okay.
1: I'll just tell you, get some tissues. I told you that last time. No. So I'm not going to tell you why. So, yeah.
0: No, I'm going to be heartbroken. Maybe,
1: maybe. Speaking of heartbroken, Ooh. the DCEU. <laughs> What's that? I I don't think that's... No, yeah, it's
0: no longer the name. Oh, that's well. not what the DCEU is called anymore. They are now going with the... Uh, phrase the worlds of DC. Yes. So WODC. Um or W-D-C I I guess. They're just going to you know, D- shrink it to WDC. Maybe
1: WC because you know, yeah.
0: <laughs> I really hope not. But yes, the DCEU um is going through a rebranding. Yep. Um they're changing their name to the Worlds of DC. They actually unveiled the logo and everything mm-hmm. at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Comic-Con. So, this, this rebranding is also, I think, a shift um, into uh, uh, the DCEU being more light than dark. Mm -hmm. um you can sort of tell with um with the aquaman trailer which doesn't seem to be very dark Mm -hmm. shazam is also quite
1: it's very funny very positive lively and
0: uh, lively the poster of wonder woman uh what is it 1984 Mm -hmm. uh is kind of colorful and all that stuff as well that that,
1: that was a teaser poster that was that was a fan-made poster
0: yeah yeah but even um even the uh what's it called the uh they they showed a still from the film, which yeah. felt felt very colorful mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. Um so it's it's interesting. Because even uh, Patty Jenkins at the panel at the uh you know, the DC, Worlds of DC panel, uh, when she was asked about Wonder Woman, the the Wonder Woman sequel, Gal Gadot actually said that it feels more like a second chapter mm-hmm. and not a, or a new chapter and mm-hmm. not a sequel. Okay. Which essentially basically means that we're secretly rebranding the entire DCEU and we're trying to start over.
1: Maybe. I, I just, uh, there's something that, that came to my mind a few days ago, actually, after reading the news, is that, Unlike Marvel, DC has made up worlds, has made up cities. So you have Gotham, you have Metropolis, uh, and so on. In Marvel, you have New York City, Uh you have uh – all those cities exist. So I don't know if they'll be focusing on those worlds – of DC and oh, intertwining
0: interesting. them.
1: Interesting. So, so that could be a so direction. So, like
0: you're, you're thinking, it's going to be more about, um, so like Metropolis and Gotham. And those worlds and
1: intertwining, and maybe Atlantis.
0: and... Absolutely. Okay. okay. Wow. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that would be an interesting new take because that would mean that you wouldn't necessarily need just the superheroes to be in those storylines. You could have the sidekicks. Yep. You can have the the, the villains. Exactly. Oh, with and, the with the Joaquin you know, Phoenix Joker and now it fits you into okay okay
1: and, and, and it could could even have parallel
0: universes right universes. because that's that's what uh you know I think that's where also they're going because it was yeah. kind of teased with the flash um uh yeah I mean it's obvious DC um had a very high presence with the MCE with the MCU mCEU no <laughs> MCU not being there um their
1: presence was was well, well, mainly Warner Brothers actually. Yeah, Warner
0: Brothers had a, a massive takeover, yeah. I think. Um which was which was uh interesting. Yeah. Uh you know Fantastic Beasts the sequel, um uh The Crimes of Grindelwald mm-hmm. showed their trailer, Johnny Depp, Depp was there. Pe- yeah, much yeah. to a lot of people's dismay. Yep. Um So, I mean, yeah, it was it was a it was a very weird there was Comic Con, I think there was something lacking. Um, there wasn't
1: something memorable. Right. It's not right. a Comic Con we're going to look at in two years. Remember when that happened at Comic Con. Right, right. We've had that in the past with uh, Brian Cranston uh, putting a uh, Heisenberg mm-hmm. mask mm-hmm. and then taking mm-hmm. it off, mm-hmm. and it's him. Uh, Loki uh, coming on stage as Loki Mm -hmm. and shouting at the audience and and playing around with them. This Comic-Con, to me, is not going to be remembered. Yeah, I mean,
0: mean, there were so many missing members, too. Game of Thrones wasn't there. The Expanse wasn't there. uh, Westworld wasn't there. The MCU wasn't there. Um, you know, so it's just a lot of missing stuff. Although, um, Star Wars had a a weird presence because they had two different panels and then Mm -hmm. one of the panels, they basically announced that the Clone Wars was coming back. So that was a little, uh, uh, you know, a little inkling of, of the animated verse, the animated universe of Lucasfilms. But aside from that, it was just like, eh, Mm -hmm. like it wasn't. As exciting as I was hoping. Normally, it's like a big, ooh, yeah. you know, Comic Con.
1: I, I was disappointed, honestly.
0: What we're about to discuss now is crazy.
1: <laughs> it's mind blowing. It's
0: it's 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 so nuts that we are living in a world where something like this can actually happen now. Yeah, it's it's really insane. It's huge news. Um, uh, d- d- if you hear somewhere in the background, if you can hear the uh, Imperial March, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, you're not wrong. Uh, I hear it. In the echoes of the universe, I hear it. Because this morning, Had Solo and I both woke up to the news um, that had us going, what the fox? Yes. Um, Nice. Thank you. (laughs) Um, More like bye-bye fox. Because um, Disney has just officially purchased... The entirety 20th <laughs> of 20th Century Fox. 20th Century Fox, how does this happen? If you're not in a Transformers movie where the evil alien is is uh, you know uh, sucking up universes, like I don't <laughs> I, I don't understand how this can happen. This is so insane. No, it's, like it's so insane. Um, it, it's 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 happening.
1: They've like, been talking about it for a while. Yes,
0: but I mean, a, a lot of us were very skeptical mm-hmm. that it would actually ever uh happen for real but it's it's i mean it's donezo it's a it's it's done
1: Yep, finito
0: um it it's literally gonna say now you know you know at the bottom is it said like a a fox company it's It's gonna say now a disney company (laughs) you know a walt disney company The, the
1: house of mouse the
0: house of mouse yeah wearing the darth vader mask
1: and so many different masks now. Yes. By I don't, doing this? Yes. They've yes. got so many franchises, so it's, many things. But,
0: but, but this is going to affect this is going to have repercussions I think yeah. on the entire industry. It's it's going to be a different landscape. It's truly going to be a different landscape now.
1: No, it's it's, it's, a, it's a different game and it's going to have as I said earlier, severe ramifications and uh, probably some good ones, but a lot of I think bad ones, iffy ones.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you can't you can't necessarily judge at the moment how bad it's going to be, but it's definitely not
1: going to be good. But, but here's one thing I can think of directly off the top of my head: are are a lot of people I think are going to lose their jobs. Yeah, because they're going to want to save some money, merging departments together right, and whatnot. Right. So you're going to have some people that are going to be let go, and that's not necessarily a good thing.
0: No, it's not, uh, and especially not in this economic climate.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, Distribution, we're going to see who's going to be. Yeah, stri- we
0: were. Yeah, we. I mean, we are. Had and I are currently extremely concerned for uh, Empire movies in Lebanon because they were the official distributors yep. of all 20th century Fox films. And now it's shifting hands, most likely, to. Italia Films, who is in well, charge of uh-huh. all things Disney? I mean, we still don't know. This is yeah. uh, this, this is just speculation, specul- speculation as to what would happen. But this is, I mean, this is very worrying on a macro level. This mm-hmm. is going to be changing an entire game, and um, this is actually very reminiscent because like, you and I were very concerned that that could this end up uh, uh, playing off as a monopoly. Um, for Disney, like I think
1: they're gonna own a very a big very huge chunk percentage. of
0: exclusive content, right? Yeah. And it's gonna become their exclusive content. So this kind of, uh, and I mentioned this before we went on mm-hmm. the air. It kind of reminisced, or it kind of made me remember yeah. the 1948 case uh, in the U.S., which was the United States versus Paramount Pictures Incorporated, and uh, the case was actually also in, entitled the Hollywood Antitrust Case. Mm-hmm. And what happened was uh, during that time, um, movie studios were owning uh, they were owning their own movie theaters yeah um which basically – and and then held exclusive rights to play their own films. So essentially it became a monopoly because, like, if you went to this movie theater, all you would get were Universal Pictures uh, movies or 20th Century Fox movies or yeah. Paramount Picture movies. So th- there was a big, massive court case um, because, you know, which essentially changed the way Hollywood movies were produced, distributed, and exhibited. Um, and now this is this is kind of a new – um, this is new. This is a
1: new, um, a new, a new, new plat- platform, a new, uh, I don't know, landscape of, yeah. of movies. As I said, it's a, it's something historical, in my opinion. This is something we'll be talking about in a few years, in many, many years, many years to come, I think. It's going to have a huge impact on, on cinema. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I just want to talk very quickly about some of the franchises that yeah absolutely are now owned. I mean
0: we, we, we kind of we kind of restructured this episode to give us a little bit more time in the yeah. segment so we can we we have the time to kind of really talk about this stuff now because yeah. it is a conversation worth having
1: exactly but you're, you're gonna have some franchises from folks which are at Disney and I don't know if all of them will work because Disney is uh, let's say, PG-ish is, is mm-hmm, very mm. La Vie en Rose and, you, you, you know. Yeah. But, like, you have franchises like Predator or Alien, mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes. I mean, uh, Avatar is... An, Avatar,
0: an, yeah, but... We, it
1: works. Uh, Avatar works, I
0: think. Um, yeah. It could actually, I think... um Disney adding its its little touch of, you know, la vie en rose, as you said, In, might actually work for Avatar's uh, um, a benefit, yeah, actually. But,
1: but do you see it working on Predator or 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 let's go to um, Marvel characters, Deadpool or Logan? Yeah, I don't, I mean, that H- would be... How are they going to make the X-Force? X-Force is supposed to be next in the yeah, Deadpool um, universe. How how does that work?
0: I I honestly don't know. I think as far as Logan goes, I think we're gonna be seeing a new Wolverine. Yes. That's for sure. So I don't know if we're gonna see a Wolverine a la Logan. I think we're gonna see a much more X-Meny Wolverine. Um but um, but, but, but here's the thing. I but think- with Deadpool, yeah, this is this does raise a lot of concern. Yeah, Will he- they allow uh uh Ryan Reynolds to continue doing what he is? But but
1: yeah, but, but he does best. But for Logan, he worked properly with the X Men, with the X Men as that character. Right. But when they gave him standalone movies, they gave him uh, the first Wolverine Ooh, and yeah, uh, uh, the one in in Japan.
0: Right. So it was uh, X Men Wolverine, uh, or X Men Origins. Origins Wolverine, and then it was The Wolverine, the Wolverine and
1: then you got Logan. Log- so Logan is a completely different animal, completely right. different movie, very dark, R right. uh, rated, a lot of blood, a mm-hmm. lot of mm-hmm. uh, uh, insults, and it worked. It really yeah elevated because it was very character. true.
0: Yeah, it was very true to who Logan actually is. Um, but again, I think this is going to be a one off film. I know we're not going to see another Hugh Jackman.
1: I'm not talking about Hugh Jackman, yeah. but if you want to do a solo Wolverine movie, I think it has to be in that direction—very bloody, very violent, very uh, aggressive. I, it for me, it's much more uh, authentic and true to the comics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the other ones, they're they're very light. Yeah, I I, mean, I, I didn't really enjoy the first two Wolverine. Oh, solo I, I didn't movies. either. I didn't they, either. They, they had some sequences which were interesting, like in in the first Wolverine, uh, the whole opening sequence from when he's a kid. To when he goes, yeah, that was uh, that really was cool. a very very nice sequence. But besides that, I mean, the whole movie was yeah, yeah. was pipi caca. <laughs> sure, uh, but yes, again, a character like Wolverine, if they want to make him go dark, I don't think they'll be able to do that. Or or Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool's I mean, success is that Deadpool worked on so many levels because of the humor
0: and because and it's it's out there and it's crude it, and you know if if. if yeah, I mean, this is where the concern comes into play. Is this going? Is is Disney going to disnify everything? Yeah. And they, they, I, you they know, own, I really don't want to see uh, you know, a, a musical Planet of the Apes. You know well, what I mean?
1: Like they own freaking Die Hard.
0: Yeah. What are I, they I gonna mean,
1: do with that? Oh, it's gonna
0: be uh, uh, you know. Honey, I blew up Bruce, Bruce Willis. I don't um, know. The, I, I shrank the. Uh, yippie- you know, like oh, you pick all, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, goofy uh, being uh, Bruce Willis's psychic. I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's uh, you know, you, you also have. I can guarantee you, this is going to sp- you know, the, the, some of their uh, some of 20th Century Fox's older films are going to probably be getting remade. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't see it very far off w- with Disney remaking Home Alone. I don't see it very far off with Disney remaking Mrs. Doubtfire it's just, it's, it's messy. Yeah. It's mucky. It's, it's, I don't, it's just too much. Um, and, and, and again, this kind of goes into something that we wanted to say was, is it too much for Disney to handle? Are they handling way too many things now? You've got Lucasfilms, you've got Marvel studios, you've got Pixar, you've got the Disney animated movies, and then now you've got 20th century Fox. what, Where's your Where's your identity? You know, where is Disney's identity in all of this? It's just become a a, a, a marketing giant powerhouse. Yeah, it's uh, just it's. um I don't know. It's. I mean, this is obviously going to affect the MCU. Because we're yeah, finally obviously. going to be able to see, you know, the X-Men with the Avengers and you're going to be able to see the Fantastic Four and you're going to, you know, so Silver all of this Surfer stuff, you know, yeah. Silver Surfer. So it definitely expands, it allows uh, the MCU to expand um, and not die off anytime soon um, because you're going to get all these, the influx of of, of um, characters, all these and, new yeah. characters and all that stuff, which is fantastic. Um,
1: but, but is it, isn't my... It won't it lead to overload of characters? So many things to follow, so many people. We were talking about this with series, uh, I think yeah, last week. yeah, last
0: week with oversaturation. Watch this, and, yeah, yeah, watch yeah. this
1: and, and you're gonna have like the X-Men. Within the X-Men, you have so many characters and the Fantastic Four. And I'm afraid this might end up being hard to to, to follow up and it might end up being confusing. I, I don't know how they're gonna organize themselves, but they have to organize themselves. Um in terms of what what Disney is doing right now, with the exception, I think, of Lucasfilm, uh-huh. uh, they're very successful at what they do. Pixar is very good at right, what they right, do. Right, uh, MCU is very good. It, it, Lucasfilm, to to an extent, has has done a very good job. They they have their issues to an extent, but they have their issues. But so be it. And their their live action movies, they're they're fine. But I think it's all a question of organizing yourselves. And at the end of the day. This deal is gonna get them so much money.
0: It, I mean, if, obviously. Uh, just think about the
1: branding and the marketing and the and the collaborations with brands. It's never ending. And as you previously asked, is this gonna be a monopoly? I, I think so. Yeah, uh, it's gonna lead in a decrease in the amount of movies that are being made. Uh, it's gonna, I think, quality. Somewhere might be uh, compromised. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I it's it, it's fresh. It's it's something we read today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen in the future? I I have my doubts. It's, I have my worries.
0: Yeah. I Only
1: mean, time will tell.
0: Obviously, but uh, uh, to quote a massive, uh, a brilliant master, uh, "The shadow of greed." This is. Ooh, are you green and little? Uh, he would be. Yeah, I'm not. Um, but this is kind of the shadow of mm-hmm. greed, I think, in a lot of ways. I think this is uh, Disney being very greedy um, and wanting to control a lot of uh, content that is out there. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the other things that I am afraid of is that, you know, uh, we kind of talked about this. I'm afraid that you're going to get we're going to get uh, uh, less movies. hmm. You know, we're going to get a a, a lower amount of movies are going to be out in the movie theater, but it is also a concern of mine, which is we're going to get a a lower quality because there's so much to do and so many movies Mm -hmm. to release and so many, it's becoming the factory system of old. Mm -hmm. And, and when that, whenever that happens, you're simply going to be getting two dimensional products and this could be, this could be bad. On on a lot of levels, this could be very very bad. Uh,
1: Is Fox Searchlight part of
0: Twentieth Century? Yeah, because Fox Searchlight is actually the um, it's the independent
1: cinema. So what happens to that? They have so many fine independent movies which uh, can be have dark topics and mature, very mature topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, What happens to that? I mean, those are concerns.
0: It's uh, it's it's a lot to handle. It's it's definitely a lot to handle. Um, you know. I don't know where this leads. I really don't know where this leads. It's a very interesting time that we are living in. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what Disney's master plan is. And I don't even know if Disney has a master plan at this point. Um, much like... Uh, much like Lucas films yeah who don't seem to have a master plan although it may maybe they have a master plan i clearly don't know um because on top of the the yeah. you know fox uh, disney merger news um lucas films released the official cast list for star wars episode 9
1: yeah and it includes
0: um a lot of
1: people we didn't necessarily expect expect
0: yeah um it's funny there's a there's a. There's a like a fan title for episode nine that I kind of like. Okay. Um, and, and it's called A New Order. I kind of like it. Interesting. You know, a, a I kinda, new order. A new <laughs> order. Um, so this is it's essentially this is uh it's official news that this is going to be the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. It's official um, Disney announced that that's, I mean, Lucasfilms and Disney kind of announced that it would be the end of the Skywalker saga, which for me is very heartbreaking. Mm. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be the end. I was hoping that we would get more Skywalker saga films. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, not, not to, not to quote, uh, um, you know, not to quote Yoda again um, at this point, but, uh, train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. <laughs> you know, um, it, it kind of irks me a little. I really didn't want to bid farewell to the Skywalkers, but such as it is, who knows, maybe down the line, they'll probably bring it back. You, you don't know that. Um, but the cast list, uh, for, uh, Star Wars episode nine, um, obviously we're going to get, you know, we're going to see the return of Daisy Ridley. Yeah, the, the um, characters
1: that that were in the previous one and that lived a few Yeah, more John
0: Boyega, Daisy Ridley, um Adam Driver, Rose uh what's her face? Um Yeah, uh,
1: Rose
0: uh, yeah. yeah, Rose Seco, but um um what's uh, Kelly mm, Kelly Tran? Kelly Tran? Kelly yeah, Kelly Ann Ann Tran Tran, yeah. Uh, Tran, um she's also coming back. Um Oscar Isaac and then we get Lupita Nyong'o. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing um uh Maz Kanata's coming back. Yeah. Um we're also getting a uh, new cast member um uh Carrie Carrie, Carrie Russell. Russell which should be interesting. I don't know what character or who she's essentially playing, but um you know, she's she's going to be in the film. Uh there are also uh, newcomers Naomi Aki and Richard E Grant. Mm-hmm. Um and then we're getting Billy D. Williams, which we knew we talked about. We talked here. about that. Anthony Daniels is returning as the 3PO. And lo and behold, two. two names that we were not expecting. Well, I mean, one of them I was sort of expecting, but yeah. the other was completely out of the blue The Skywalkers. Both Skywalkers. Luke Luke and and Leia, Leia. Um, and apparently Leia's not going to be CGI. She's not going to be recast, but they're going to be using footage from Um, The Force Awakens that they did not use. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know how they're going to work that. The Force Awakens
1: or the The Last Jedi? No, The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Okay. Wow.
0: Which again, uh, this is where I got very confused. Mm Um, you know, it's, uh, again, this is, uh, quoting, uh, JJ Abrams. He said previously unreleased footage shot for star Wars, the force awakens. We desperately loved Carrie Fisher, finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the Skywalker saga without her eluded us. We were never going to recast or use a CG character. So the support and the blessing of Billy Lord to honor Carrie's legacy and the role of Leia as, um, uh, you know, as, as mm-hmm. Leia, to honor Carrie's legacy and the role as Leia in episode nine by using unseen footage we shot together in episode seven. Mm. So it's going to be, I don't know how that's going to work. So it, it kind of controls their screenplay in a way
1: definitely they're they're gonna have to make some changes based on that
0: yeah so I I don't know how they're gonna do it it's it's I,
1: I've, I've ad- adopted a new philosophy when it comes to Star Wars I think just wait and see how it goes Yeah. remain oblivious I think is, is, is a just, lot better yeah, yeah. Just, just wait for it and see what it goes but I just want to quickly talk about the Skywalker Saga finishing I mean I think that within itself is is okay yeah and we've had it for nine Episode, but why not? the The whole Star Wars universe is huge, and I yeah, think, yeah, for sure. For I think sure. They, they can come up with a lot of new new stories sto- and, sure. and and not upset fans and and start fresh. Sure, um, take a break first, exactly. and then start fresh. Like we don't need Absolutely. we don't need a movie
0: after episode nine. I think you, they need to take two to three years mm-hmm. to figure their stuff out, to map, figure out a new vision, map the whole thing out, maybe bring back George Lucas. I don't know, maybe Dave Filoni, Mm -hmm. someone who really understands the universe, much like Lucas did. And I think uh, um, re-collaborating with Lucas, if they don't want to bring him back in, but re-collaborating with Lucas might be a very, very smart move. Yeah. so you were saying Skywalker Saga ending.
1: Yeah. But Was that it? I mean, definitely uh, there's a pinch. Yeah. I that, mean,
0: yeah. we're saying goodbye.
1: We are, but I think it's it's time to, to see what the Force can do. Because the Force uh, is big, is huge, it's everywhere. <laughs> and... I actually can't wait to see what they do. They, I don't know what's going to happen with the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Yeah, me neither. Uh, because or
0: the the uh, Weiss
1: and Benioff yeah, uh, uh, trilogy. Yeah, now everything, I, g- I guess, is on hold yeah. to see what they're Good, do. good. Let yeah. it be on hold. Let them finish this, Yeah. wrap it up, and then, as you said, break. Take, take a, a hiatus, small break and take see a what,
0: breather. Uh, you know, do a little meditation a la yoda.
1: Yeah, you don't have to pop. Like Star Wars movies every year, no, a la you Marvel. Don't. You don't. I think they're probably going to focus on Indiana Jones after that mm-hmm. in twenty twenty one. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I know that's coming soon. I mean,
0: look look at the look at the Mission Impossible uh, uh, franchise.
1: Yeah, it's not every year. It's, it's not
0: a- every year. It's every. I mean, it started. It was like the first one, and then there was like a three year gap, and then you mm-hmm. got the second one, and then there was like a six year gap, and then you Absolutely. got the third, and then there was a three year and a three year or like a yeah. Uh, No, it was like a six-year gap and then you got like a four-year gap and it was like three and three and and now three. So it's fine. When you have a fan base that loves the content and loves what you're doing, they will come back.
1: You can take the gap. It's really fine. But their problem would probably be can they afford financially to take the gap? That's the way they're going to be looking at it because every year they waste every movie not released means less return for them true but but again i am with you a hundred percent as it's okay take a break make that call it an investment and work on it and then release something in like two three years
0: i guess all we have to say now is um we can hope to see the best uh, out of all of this uh, yeah all this stuff hope is the only thing we have left we start off with our
1: recommendations
0: yeah. Yeah. That's normally what we do. I mean, sure, if you
1: want. For a moment there, I was or like... Let's go crazy and start with what's out at the <laughs> yeah, I
0: was like... Um, I forget. Oh, my God. Um, so recommendations. Here we go. Um, because you and I wanted to bid farewell to 20th Century Fox, we decided to (laughs) essentially, in memorandum, um, uh, recommend two 20th Century Fox produced movies, um, for you, our screeners, to, to go and watch. So I'll go ahead and start with my first one, which I fear that Disney's going to remake. Um... The amazing, the unforgettable, the tearjerker, the put-a-smile-on-our-face, laugh-out-loud-funny Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello, dear. Mrs.
1: Doubtfire. I think,
0: for me, it's one of Robin Williams' most memorable performances of all time. Sally Field- In this film, um, Pierce Brosnan, the cast is superb. The story still gets me to this day. It's so heartfelt. It's so genuine. It's, I mean, the message is about family, about love, about forgiveness, about the lengths you would go for, for, you know, to protect your family and to be there for your children. And... And it's just, redemption and it's, it's, it's so Williams. good and it's so it's Robin Williams. Williams it's you know the scene with him dancing with the vacuum and the, oh or, it's or, so or, or good or the last
1: scene where he shifts from being Mrs. Doubtfire to uh, yeah. the character himself yep. and Mrs. Yep. Doubtfire yep. and he goes to the dinner and that, that's just hilarious it's, it's good great. old comedy it's and as you said, the movie has so much heart.
0: Yeah, it does. I mean, I, I can't I can't not watch it and cry every time I do. I
1: just hope they don't make it Mr. Doubtfire and I just don't. change uh, everything. He, uh. And it's the son of Robin Williams who has issues with his kids. Let
0: me make let me make something very clear. If that happens, the sun will not come out
1: tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of sun not coming out tomorrow for certain characters, uh, the movie I'm gonna be talking about is Logan.
0: Because oh yeah, the
1: sun does not come out for him. No, nope. Also, very ironically, a tearjerker. Yes. Uh, the ending. The ending just Oof. killed me. Yeah. Uh, it a very uh, um, very fitting ending yeah. to uh, Logan Wolverine, and such a powerful movie. This is Logan done right. This is very true to the character, amen. as I said amen, earlier amen, in the show. Amen. 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 X twenty three. Uh, oh, the girl. She was, oh, she was, she was so amazing. Good. She was so good. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, Charles the Xavier. Music. Charles Xavier. Oh, yes. All oh, Charles with dementia. Everything was. The direction was. Was it James. Uh, Magnold. James Magnold. And, and, and that last berserk Wolverine running in the woods and shouting and getting shot at, just heartbreaking. Yeah. And. Uh, it's also it was the farewell for, for Hugh Jackman for Hugh, yeah. uh, donning not the cape the claws let's yeah. just say yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for I don't know how many 15 years I, just a long time and it was a fitting goodbye and it was it, it, it was, was very much so 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 that's my recommendation. So you've got two of them this week, guys. Yeah. You've got
0: Mrs. Doubtfire and Wolverine. Uh, Logan. Logan. B- both very family-friendly movies. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I would watch the Logan with my five-year-olds right before bed. Yeah. And um. Pissed. No, please don't. <laughs> please don't. That was that was us being sarcastic. Yes. <laughs> um. As far as what is currently playing in the movie theater, take it away, Mr.
1: Solo. All right. So as we previously mentioned, we have Mission Impossible Fallout. We have uh, Briantissime, which is a French movie, Mamma Mia, uh, In Darkness, The Domestic, uh, the fantastic, and I'm being sarcastic here, Gotti, <laughs> uh, Teen Titans Go, and... Which I really
0: want to see. Like, yeah, we, I really want to see. It looks really funny. I've seen I've seen one trailer and I keep laughing at the trailer.
1: It's maybe, really funny. maybe. And that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, and so what's coming up this week, we've got Booney Bears, The Big Shrink. It's an animation film. We've got The Spy Who Dumped Me, an action comedy starring uh, Mila Kunis. Uh, the Darkest Minds, a sci-fi thriller based on, um, again, it's a young adult novel. It's based on a young adult novel. It's called The Darkest Minds. We've got uh, Red Bad. It's in a, It's like a Vikings-esque adventure. And we've got, and I didn't even know that this was happening, and if I'd known, I would have been very excited, but there's an animated version of uh, White Fang, which, um, you know, the Jack London book, White Fang, about the wolf?
1: Well, I imagine it's about a wolf, but nope.
0: Um, Well, I
1: mean, mean, that makes me very excited. could be interesting. Um,
0: And then there's another animated film called uh, Leo Da Vinci.
1: It's about young Leonardo da Vinci.
0: Yep. It's called uh what is it? Wait, wait, it's uh um Leo da Vinci Mission something. Impossible Fallout. Uh, Yeah, it's weird. Um why can't I find the full title for this? Um okay, nothing. All right, well it's it's Leo da Vinci. It's when he was an, a
1: kid in high school and he was bullied and he started I don't know. to paint. It's, yeah, it's something. And yeah, no, not really. That's definitely not what the movie's is. I don't
0: know. But yep, that's what uh, that's what's uh, in the movie theaters coming later this week yes it's uh it's weird when you look at all these movies after fallout I, I think it's really it's just like i looked at this list and i'm like i'm really not excited
1: to see anything nothing really really excites you no i mean no.
0: it's like after fallout i think summer is done
1: it's like it's over m- it's m- done, though. yeah most probably um
0: what else i mean you've got oh okay well i mean the meg could be fun
1: for what it is, for what it, it is, could be I fun. mean, yeah, yes. I'm not
0: expecting something that's going to be completely mind blowing, a la Fallout, but I mean, it's going to be entertaining to a certain degree. I
1: think, I mean, yeah, J- Jason Statham, Jason Statham versus shark, kicking sharks' fins, Girl. and I don't know what. Yeah, could be, could be an interesting combo.
0: Could it?
1: <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. Fish and chips. I mean, yeah.
0: fish and chips. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean. The summer has really been dull, and I think we've covered this before. You and I we yeah. have really stated our very concerned opinion that this has been a very unexciting summer.
1: Absolutely, and let's see after today's news, what's yeah, what it's for gonna us the like. next yeah what's going to be like? Yeah, what's after.
0: and what about the fall of this year? I mean, there yeah. are rumors that we did not mention only because they're rumors, yeah. but um, there are rumors that are cause of concern. We'll have, um, because, I mean, the merger won't officially happen until 2019, but absolutely. 2019 is literally around the corner. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting...
1: All, all, all we can do, I think, as people who love movies is expect the best, uh, hope that it works out, everything works and they make good movies. Yeah, I mean,
0: this is what we're here for. This is what we, we want.
1: We if I mean, if the merger is for the good of everything, so be it. I'm, sure. I'm fine with that. And I'm hoping that it'll work out. To leave it at least on a positive note.
0: Yes. Every time the Empire wins, it's it's a bonus (laughs) for everybody. (laughs) On on that note, if you want to follow me or Had uh, on social media for contests, giveaways, our reviews, uh, just a lot of social media content, you can follow me at Alan Mahana Official. And you can follow HOD at
1: Had dot solo Make
0: sure you Like comment And subscribe to us On Angami And Apple Podcasts uh, Make sure you uh, Again follow us On social media uh, Contact us guys Engage with us We would love to start Reading your thoughts About the show uh, Maybe uh, You know Recommendations uh, Things you want us To recommend Or you want to Recommend to us um, We've got a lot Of plans coming up For the next couple Of episodes And for the uh, You know The second half Of season four So make sure you join Us next week, same time, same place, Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. This has been Script to Screen. We are out of here. Out of here.
1: Hi, I'm Alan. And I am Hat Solo. And together we can rule the galaxy. That might take too much time. Let's talk about films and
0: TV instead. That makes sense. Join us every Saturday at 4 p.m. for brand new episodes of Script to Screen, only on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. We'll be discussing all the latest news from the film and TV industry. And we'll also enchant you with some of the greatest songs and soundtracks out there. Script to Screen, only on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM, made to be heard.